Welcome to the Lion's Roar Dharma Center podcast from Dona Darge Temple. This public talk by a student of Lama Yeshe Jinpa was recorded during a regularly scheduled Sunday service. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Lama had a really unusually busy week this week, even for Lama, I think. And uh, so he wasn't feeling very well, and he asked me to... Uh, do a brief teaching uh, about this uh, brief medicine Buddha sadhana. I hope you have. We have two different versions. They're both the same in terms of the content. You should have one of them. Hmm? Two different covers, same Just two different covers. There, there are a couple of little differences, but the text is the same. <clears throat> and a little bit of housekeeping on it first, too. Uh, on page two, is it on page two on both of them? Mm, yes, page th- well, actually on page three, at the top, under the meaning of the mantra, there's an error in the text. It says that tayata means gone beyond. It does not. That's uh, tayata, that if you remember the mantra we just did, tayata gate gate paragate parasangate bodhisoha. The perfection of wisdom mantra, the gate gate is the gone beyond. The tayata means it goes like this. I asked Lama if it was okay to change it, and he said yes. So, uh, it means it goes like this. Do it like this. It's the it's 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 an introductory. It's not gone beyond. Yeah, either way, but but Lama likes us to keep the tayata on there. Oh, my name is Dirk. I'm also known as, uh, <laughs> it doesn't really matter who I am. Uh, I'm also known as uh, Yeshe Sanglam, that's my refuge name, with Lama. And today, since we're talking about Vajrayana, I really should be going by the name of Yeshe Sanglam. Uh, in what we read today, so far, the prayers that we did so far, we have uh, gone from the so-called uh, Shravakayana path, uh, also called Southern Buddhism, also sometimes called Hinayana, though I'd never, I never personally call it that. Uh, currently, the school mainly representing that is the Theravada. So we've passed from that path into the Mahayana path, and uh, with the uh, uh, Heart Sutra, we, 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 we finished on the Mahayana path. And so now we're going to move with this little text which takes us again back to the beginning, back to the Shravakayana path, or the Southern Buddhist path. Uh, we'll start there, and we'll move up all of the way into the uh, Vajrayana path. So this little booklet covers the entire Buddhist path from any school, all schools. Uh, at the very beginning of this, what I'm, I'm going to tell you, what we'll do is we'll go until 1140, we're going to stop a little early and take a 10-minute break, and then we'll practice this. So I'm just going to walk you through this text from my point of view. I've practiced Vajrayana for 25 years, but I'm still practicing. <laughs> so <laughs> It's not that I know that much, but I know a little bit, I suppose. Uh, when we do this practice, we're going to begin 
not even with Buddhism. We're going to begin with shamatha meditation, which is a common meditation to beyond Buddha. It's not Buddhist specifically. Calm abiding meditation, shamatha meditation. And the reason we do that is to we need a foundation of calm, abiding, concentration in order to be able to do these other practices uh, effectively. It's not that you can't do them, but you won't do them effectively if you don't have that basis. So the word we're going to start is with where this booklet starts. Above the crown of... You can read with me or not, uh, as you please. Above the crown of your head, upon a lotus and moon disc, is the medicine Buddha. His body is blue in color, and blue light radiates from him in all directions. His right hand, in the gesture of granting sublime realizations, rests on his right knee and holds the stem of an arura plant between his thumb and index finger. His left hand, in the gesture of concentration, holds a lapis lazuli bowl filled with medicinal nectar. He is seated in the vajra posture, wearing the three saffron robes of a monk, and has the signs and marks of a Buddha. So that's uh, the visualization for this entire practice. Uh, so we begin visualizing Medicine Buddha, which is, you've got a picture on your booklet, and this tanka is also Medicine Buddha. Uh, this, is a, a, this practice is an essentialized practice. It's a, it's, it's a, a lot of Vajrayana practices, you would be visualizing Medicine Buddha in a mansion with a whole mandala around, around Medicine Buddha. Here, we're just visualizing the form of Medicine Buddha alone. So it's simpler, but it does not mean it's lower by any means. So we begin with that, and we're going to, you can use that visualization as your, as your uh, shamatha practice. So when we start uh, practicing, we're going to do six minutes of shamatha, just sitting there with that visualization above the crown of our heads. Okay? Um, is, yeah. Yeah, the talk, I did. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and just a little thing is the Aurora plant is uh, the king of herbs in Tibetan medicine. Uh, but Lama Yeshe said that uh, the, the this great herb that that does help people heal from all kinds of diseases is still not the herb we're really talking about. We're talking about the cosmic aurora. So he's hold, uh, the, this, this, is, this, is a, this is what in the West we would have called the panacea, the cure, the cure for everything. This, this practice is the cure for everything. So, so the plant that he's holding is also a cure for everything. So then we move in. That so now we've done the shamatha meditation. Now we're going to enter the Buddhist path. And the Buddhist path is: I take refuge until I am enlightened in the Buddhas, the Dharma, and the Sangha. I'm going to stop right there. And in this case, Medicine Buddha represents the Buddha. Medicine Buddha is the Buddha. Medicine, all of the Buddhas, not just one Buddha. Medicine Buddha is all Buddhas. Medicine Buddha is all sanghas. Medicine Buddha is the Dharma. Yeah, Medicine Buddha in this practice is the entire path. And so now we're, we're, we're taking refuge in this. It's the nature of our own minds. It's the reflection of our real self above our heads. Now we're taking refuge in that. We're taking refuge in the enlightened being itself. 
And now we move into the Mahayana path. Through the merit I create by practicing giving and the other perfections, may I attain Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. So here we're seeking with our compassionate recognition of the suffering of all beings throughout time and space that we now are going to achieve enlightenment in order to free them from this suffering, which is the first noble truth to suffering. Now we move into seven limb prayer, which we're still on the Mahayana path. This is a prayer that's uh, common to all of the schools. By the way, anything that I say, if it's right, it's because of the blessings of Lama Jinpa, and if it's wrong, it's completely on me. So you be, please feel free to you know, check out everything I say with Lama. Make sure that what I'm telling you is correct. Uh, the seven limb prayer is derived from Shantideva's uh, Bodhicharya Vitara, the Bodhisattva's way of life. It doesn't exist as a solid block within that text. It's, it spans chapters two and three. There are a lot of things in between, a lot of meditations in between. But this seven-line, seven-branch prayer is a, an important prayer. It's considered uh, to be the highest form of practice in the Mahayana by the Tibetan. So we begin with reverently I prostrate with my body, speech, and mind, the guru, medicine, Buddha. So we're starting again, we're, we're, we're taking refuge in medicine, Buddha. And present clouds of every type of offering, actually and mentally transformed. We're offering the, the mandala of the entire universe. Our bodies, our minds, everything external, everything internal, the entire universe we're offering to medicine, Buddha. I confess all my negative actions accumulated since beginning this time. We're leaving behind all of the negativity that we've created since time. There is no beginning from the Buddhist point of view. There is no beginning to time. We've been accumulating negative karma since beginning this time. We're stepping away from that. This confession is not like, oh, I've been so bad. Now I'll try to be good. No, it's we're, st- we're leaving that behind. We're stepping forward. We're moving out and rejoice in the virtues of all holy and ordinary beings. So here we're, uh, we're, we're, we're finding, we're finding uh, uh, encouragement and, uh, from, from, from all of the virtue that other people have, have, have engaged in and all of the virtue that we've engaged in. Please remain until cyclic existence ends. So now we're asking the Medicine Buddha to stay with us from until, until the end of, until we're enlightened, to stay with us. And turn the wheel of Dharma for sentient beings. We're asking him to turn, to teach, to continue teaching while he's here and help all beings become enlightened. And I dedicate the virtues of myself and others to the great enlightenment. So here we recognize that, there, that the person dedicating is empty. The things being dedicated are empty. And those to whom it's being dedicated are empty. This is called the highest form of dedication. But we are, what we're doing is we're giving away all of the positive qualities that we see and that we have achieved. We're giving them away for the purpose of bringing about the enlightenment of all beings. Now we actually start to move into the Vajrayana. 
I request you, Bhagavan, Master of Healing, whose sky-colored body of lapis lazuli signifies omniscient wisdom and compassion as vast as limitless space, please inspire my mind. I, I make that mistake. I've, read, I've done this text many times, and I always forget to call it holy body. So, pardon me. Um, the one thing I would take from that paragraph is Omniscient wisdom and compassion as vast as limitless space. So just think of that. You're, you, you can ima- imagine, imagine wisdom and compassion as vast as space. Open your mind up so that you, you, you're, 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 you mentally encompass the entire vastness of space. Even if space is curved and the universe is finite, you're going past that. You're going past any limitation, past any ending, past any kind of any anything that is a box. Cynthia? Yes. Yeah, we're starting. And then I request you, compassionate master of healing, who holds in your right hand the king of medicine, symbolizing your vow to help all sentient beings plagued by that 424 diseases, please inspire my mind. So the 424 diseases represent all, all, all diseases, all types of suffering. I request you, compassionate master of healing, who holds in your left hand a bowl of nectar, symbolizing your vow to give the glorious, undying nectar of dharma to eliminate the degeneration of sickness, fear, stress, depression, grief, old age, and death. Please inspire my mind. So here we go, you know. There's, that's the list. <laughs> So that's that's what Medicine Buddha can heal us from, and that's what we're asking him to heal us from. I prostrate, go for refuge, and make offerings to the fully realized destroyer of all defilements, completely perfected, enlightened being who has realized the ultimate nature of all phenomena. Medicine Buddha, King of Lapis Light, may your vow to benefit all sentient beings now ripen for myself and others. So we're bringing the Bodhisattva vow into the Vajrayana path right there. I'm sorry? The Vajras? Oh, yeah, but we aren't, we aren't doing that. We're not visualizing. We're not working with that. It's true. That's the more elaborate visualization. But we're just visualizing Medicine Buddha on a moon seat and a lotus throne. Lotus Uh, everything, everything, everything of value, any, everything desirable, everything, everything in the universe, everything that you own and everything that you don't own. Yeah. Uh, we this the the medicine Buddha mantra that definition. I'm going to skip that, and that's not that's not part of the practice. So uh, when we get now into the healing for yourself, I want to explain a little bit because when we actually practice this, we aren't going to read to the mantra, do the mantra, and then read the absorption. When we practice this, we're going to read the whole thing, and then we're going to do the mantra. And the reason is, when we start doing the mantra, I'm not going to ring the bell. 
when, when we start. We're going to start when we finish describing the meditation that we're doing. So this is the meditation. In response to your request, infinite blue light, rays of light stream down from the heart and body of the king of medicine. The light completely fills your body from head to toe, purifying all diseases. If you have any pain or any specific illnesses, focus the blue light directly to this spot and visualize the light burning away the pain and disease. All ailments due to interfering forces and the negative karma and mental obscurations that cause these, as well as anxiety, fear, and negative emotions, are also purified. These leave you in the form of dirty liquid, which then completely disappears. Your body becomes the nature of light, clean and clear like a crystal. So now, for the first, if you're counting mantra, when we practice it, I'm going to actually call out to you to go to the second half. Or I'll just, I'll ring the bell. Just so you know that I'm halfway through the mala. You want to change from this visualization. You're doing the visualization of this purification you're either folk, you're washing, you're washing the impurities out of your body. You're washing all of this mental, this physical form to which we're all attached out, and we're becoming a clean, pure, crystal, empty body of blue light. And then when we get, then then once that's all washed out, we, we if you're doing the, say you're doing the mantra yourself, you're practicing by yourself, you might do one round of of a of a mala doing the first visualization of washing out, or you might want to do half of a mala of that, and then the second half, or the second mala, or however you do it, the second half of the meditation period, while you're doing the mantra. While you're doing the mantra. Mind you, this is while you're doing the mantra. Then light from the medicine Buddha again fills your body, bringing with it the realizations of the path and all the good qualities of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. Your mind is transformed into love, compassion, and wisdom. So during this stage, you are, you're, you're, you're infused with all of the wisdom and compassion of Medicine Buddha, who has all of the wisdom and compassion of all of the Buddhas. So you now are, you now are, are, experiencing this. I'm not going to say you're medicine Buddha because unless you have the empowerment you don't go there. The actual healing is already, yes. And so now, now you are healed. Now you are whole. Now you are, now you, you are a Buddha. You recognize that you're a Buddha. This is your real true nature. And you finish, you complete the recitation of the mantra and then we do the absorption. After reciting the mantra, the medicine Buddha melts into light and absorbs into your heart. Your mind becomes non-dual with the Buddha's Dharmakaya mind. So there we stop. And we rest in that awareness of the open, empty nature of mind. Okay? And that'll be signaled because uh, when I'm doing the mantra, I'll do the mantra, we'll start together, and then I'll do it silently. And then I'll let you, I'll ring the bell to let you know that you're going to the second half of that meditation, which normally we wouldn't do, but, but I'm doing it because you're just being introduced. And then, and then, uh, when I, then I'll start saying the mantra again just to finish it, and we'll rest. I won't ring a bell to say we're going to meditate.
And then I will ring the bell to say that it's over. We'll do that. We'll, we'll meditate there for six minutes. And then we move to the next phase, healing for others. In the healing for others phase, we basically followed the same pattern that we just followed for ourselves. But the visualization changes a little bit. So visualize the medicine Buddha on the crown of each living being's head. You may think specifically of those who are suffering and in need of healing. Do the visualization with the light first purifying their diseases and their causes and then bringing them the realizations of the path to enlightenment. Recite the mantra. Now you're always... So we're, this is, you're actually beginning the visualization at the same time you're doing the mantra, you see. Uh, and you are also one of the many beings. So it's important, you know, continue to keep the Medicine Buddha uh, visualization above your head as well as all beings, and then you can focus on those. If, you, if there are specific individuals you're trying to help more, you focus more on those, but you're still helping all beings. It's more powerful that way, that's why. And then, and then again, we do the, now we do the absorption Imagine the medicine Buddha on the crown of each sentient being's head melting into light and being absorbed into their hearts, bringing infinite peace, compassion, and wisdom. So, that's when we, when, when, when we complete the mantra, mala, at that point, that's what we do again. Okay? This time, though, we aren't stopping halfway through. We're just... We're just, we're just going to continue to visualize them being filled with light by Medicine Buddha and ourselves. And then after that, it's the uh, Bodhicitta prayer and the dedication of merits. So, may the Supreme Jewel Bodhicitta that has not arisen arise and grow, and may that which has arisen not diminish but increase more and more. Through this virtuous action, may I quickly attain the state of Medicine Buddha and lead every being without exception into that pure world. Just like the Guru Medicine Buddha, who guides all beings with compassion as infinite as space, may I also become a compassionate guide of sentient beings who exist in all directions of the universe. So, um, I don't know if I was real clear on that healing for others. You know, you can turn back and look at the, if you don't know the mantra, you can turn back and look at the mantra. It's just not repeated in the text. Uh, this text is like a, in some ways, it, I don't want to over, overdraw the analogy. In some ways, like we do a, a long, we do a, an extensive medicine Buddha offering practice, sutra practice on the second and fourth Friday of every month here. We'll be doing it this coming Friday at 7 o'clock. That practice is more like, a, say, a Beethoven string quartet with every, every note is laid out for you. you. Every step of the way you follow the text. This is a little bit more like uh, a jazz chart, you know, where, where we're given we're given we're given the structure, but but really we're we're doing the work. So it looks brief, but you know, Love Supreme's just as long as Beethoven's Fifth String Quartet. It's it's a short short piece of music, long piece of music, but the performance itself is the same. So this can be this is very flexible text. You can do it very quickly. You can just do it in a few minutes, or you can spend hours doing it. So it, it, it'll, it, it, it's, it's actually good for a modern practitioner because it, it can fit into your schedule. 
and you can also practice it extensively when you have more time. So, Andrew, uh, would you uh, take the mic? The Tibetan? The Tibetan says, may the supreme jewel of Bodhicitta Just asking what the Tibetan says, and you it's said it was the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, Cynthia? Well, I was just, You're drawing, just mentioning I was drawing a, a narrow analogy. Yeah, but... <laughs> Charlie Parker or Dizzy Gillespie? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, they're both bebops, so either one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> any, any other questions? Did I really cover it well enough for you to get it? Surprise, surprise. Well, since you aren't asking any questions, you've earned yourself a long... Oh, <laughs> James. Hold on, James. Um, I just had a question about the mandala at the end. When I looked oh, at the it... Oh, the picture of the mandala. Yeah, the picture. There's, there's a lot going on there. Is there, there is. <laughs> <laughs> this is this this is what I was talking about when I said normally in in most pra- in a lot of practices I shouldn't say most practices in in many practices and in in a in an orthodox vajrayana uh, visualization especially from the kriya yoga the, the lower tantras especially but also in the higher tantras depending on 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 the tantra itself and on the practice itself with all of those caveats, I'll say uh, that uh, this is this is the visualization, uh, but this is a two-dimensional representation. When you're visualizing, you're visualizing a three-dimensional. You're, this is a this is just a two-dimensional map. This is like an aerial photograph. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, photographs of often often. Uh, the mandala is recreated with three di- in three, three dimensions. So this palace is made with all of the thou- even thousands of figures, depending on which tantra it is. Uh, so the visual is that's a, that's another aspect of the tantra path. Is depending on what the practice is, what the purpose of the practice is, what the intent of the practice is, who the practice is for. It's always about the time, the place, who it is. You know why it's being done. It's always a reason for it. In this case, part of the reason that we do, we're doing this practice is that it's easy to enter. You know, it's e- easy to enter. So it's the compassion of Lama to give us a practice that's easy to enter into. But it's still a very high practice at the same time. Now, if you want to, if you want to visualize that entire mandala, please feel free to. No more questions? So why don't we take a break until uh, 11.50, 10 minutes, and then we'll, then we'll actually do this practice together. I take refuge until I'm enlightened in the Buddhas, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Through the merit I create by practicing giving and the other perfections, may I attain Buddhahood for the sake of all sentient beings. 
Reverently, I prostrate with my body, speech, and mind to Guru Medicine Buddha and present clouds of every type of offering, actual and mentally transformed. I confess all my negative actions accumulated since beginningless time and rejoice in the virtues of all holy and ordinary beings. Please remain until cyclic existence ends and turn the wheel of Dharma for sentient beings. I dedicate all the virtue of myself and others to the great enlightenment. I request you, Bhagavan, Master of Healing, whose sky-colored holy body of lapis lazuli signifies omniscient wisdom and compassion as vast as limitless space, please inspire my mind. I request you, compassionate Master of Healing, who holds in your right hand the King of Medicine, symbolizing your vow to help all sentient beings plagued by the 424 diseases, please inspire my mind. I request you, compassionate master of healing, who holds in your left hand a bowl of nectar symbolizing your vow to give the glorious undying nectar of dharma to eliminate the degeneration of sickness, fear, stress, depression, grief, old age, and death. Please inspire my mind. I prostrate, go for refuge, and make offerings to the fully realized destroyer of all defilements, completely perfected, enlightened being who has realized the ultimate nature of all phenomena, Medicine Buddha, King of Lapis Light. May your vow to benefit all sentient beings now ripen for myself and others. In response to your request, infinite blue light rays of light stream down from the heart and body of the King of Medicine. The light completely fills your body from head to toe, purifying all diseases. If you have any pain or any specific illnesses, focus the blue light directly to this spot and visualize the light burning away the pain and disease. All ailments due to interfering forces and the negative karma and mental obscurations that cause these, as well as anxiety, fear, and negative emotions are also purified. These leave you in the form of dirty liquid, which then completely disappears. Your body becomes the nature of light, clean, clear like a crystal. Light from the Medicine Buddha again fills your body, bringing with it the realizations of the path and all the good qualities of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. Your mind is transformed into love, compassion, and wisdom. While doing the visualizations, recite the mantra as much as possible. Absorption. After reciting the mantra, the Medicine Buddha melts into light and absorbs into your heart. Your mind becomes non-dual with the Buddha's Dharmakaya mind. Tayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Bekanzi Radha Samudgate Soha Tayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Radha Samudgate Soha Tayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Radha Samudgate Soha Tayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Visualize the medicine Buddha on the crown of each living being's head. You may think specifically of those who are suffering and in need of healing. 
do the visualization with the light first purifying their diseases and their causes and then bringing them the realization of the path to enlightenment. Recite the mantra. Imagine the medicine Buddha on the crown of each sentient being's head melting into light and being absorbed into their hearts, bringing infinite peace, compassion, and wisdom. Tayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Raja Samudgate So Adayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Raja Samudgate So Adayata Om Bekanzi Bekanzi Maha Bekanzi Bek Raja Samudgate So Ha May the supreme jewel bodhicitta that has not arisen arise and grow, and may that which has arisen not diminish but increase more and more. <clears throat> Through this virtuous action, may I quickly attain the state of medicine Buddha and lead every being without exception into that pure world. Just like the guru medicine Buddha who guides all sentient beings with compassion as infinite as space, May I also become a compassionate guide of sentient beings who exist in all directions of the universe. Thank you. Uh, you might have heard me say Beckenzie, Beckenzie, Maha, Beckenzie, Beckenzie instead of just once in the second one. It's done both ways, and I've practiced it more with the double one, so I just fall into that by accident. I'm sorry if that confused. This has been a Lion's Roar Dharma Center recording. For more information, visit lionsroardharmacenter.org.